are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. And today's podcast is going to be entitled First Wave. Uh, yesterday, I had did a podcast about two stories, about a Chipotle manager refusing to service black people without them paying first. And I was talking about this brother who um, was minding his own business, this yoga shop. Somebody called the cops on him. The somebody was the owner to get him to move along. Thought he was homeless or something. I don't know what the hell. But first wave. Hmm. Striking title. First wave. First wave. That's basically what we are in right now, black people. First wave. White supremacists never sleep. I did a podcast on that. They never sleep. They come in all forms and fashions. And just like this, black people, it doesn't matter how much education that you get, how much prestige you get, you're still a black nigga to them. Let's just be real about it. We can go on and do shows after this, and there's going to be more because, again, they're going to be hard-headed-ass people who are not paying a damn attention, and they're going to go out here, and white folks are going to do things to them. From the service woman who had the old woman shaking her finger all this has stand to this thing where they think they have the right to talk to you any old type of way. And you allow them to do that because they sense that in you that you're not going to say, say anything or you're not going to do anything about it. So they figure this is what we're going to do to you. You're going to take it, shut up, and be quiet and sit down. And that's not how it's going to be. Not here in the war room. Not at all. Now, I'm like I said, I don't. Sit up here and tell people that hey a whole bunch of stuff and say hey I'm not gonna back it up I back this stuff up, and it's a, it's bad that we are seeing this. A lot of us are seeing it. Some of us don't want to see it. So this brother who went to this Kirkland Merchandise Yogurt Shop went back with the NAACP had a press conference and said let's boycott the whole spot, and we all know. That boycotting don't do nothing. Marching don't do nothing. It don't do anything. It's not going to change the fact that these people are going to continue to do this. You don't have the power or will to change anything. Because what you should have done, and when he's saying about boycotting, it's like, okay, let me go find the nearest vacant store around there. And I put a yoga shop right there and put you out of business. Or I go back to my neighborhood. And I find a vacant store and I open up my own neighborhood yoga shop and build around it and be better than you. We have to start thinking like this, people, when we get go to these places of business, which they don't want us. We need to start looking around our spots and start investing in certain things. This reminds me of a story of a dude who went to a barbershop and he was talking to the two dudes who was doing this hair one was both of them was owners of this barbershop and he said hey the third guy over here that who's working with you your partner he ain't he's not cutting a lot of hair but he knows about the cleaning supplies of certain football he wants you 
buy this shop next door to y'all, put him in business at distribution, and uh, y'all can uh, have y'all stuff here for cheap and y'all don't have to worry about it. The dude sat there and said, we can't because he'll make more money than us. See, fear and stupidity like that of us, of one of us doing better than the other, what keeps us down as well. But if a white person did it, you wouldn't say shit. If a white person opened up a clean uh, a barbershop or hair salon, a supply spot next door, your ass would run right over there and buy right on into it. And he's still going to make money. You Then he's going to turn around and buy that same spot where you at. You're going to be working for his ass or her ass. So what's the difference, huh? The difference is, people, it's stupidity. That's the difference. That's the difference. Stupidity in itself and the color of the person that you're willing to serve. And that's and let's just be real with the people. The first way it, it is what it is. Most of us want to serve white supremacy. Let's just be truthful about it. You sit here and say you don't want to be treated badly, but you serve it willingly. The black supremacists that's the one around us, and I mean black supreme, like they're not supreme. These are the foot soldiers. These are the bed winches. These are the bed bucks and all the rest of them names you want to call them. And all the people I heard from, from uh, Buttermilk Shuffle and all the rest of that stuff. These are the people that are fighting to keep white supremacy in place, to keep the system as it is in place, because they benefit toward for being cooning for right now until they get their wake up call. Now, as I said, this this dude here, he served his served his country. Like so many of us had members that served his country. The country don't give a shit about your service. They don't. They don't give a damn about nothing about what black folks can do unless you can continue to make them feel comfortable. Black people need to stop making these crackers feel comfortable. You need to stop that shit. Make yourself feel comfortable. When the last time you made a brother or sister, you walked down the street, feel comfortable and not intimidated because, oh, here, here, here your boys come. Or you or you pushed up on somebody and you ready to you want to pull out your gun and blow this fool away. Because they just touched your shoes. When the last time you gave up your seat for somebody you saw who was tired and they and they feel like they just look like they just needed a seat and you didn't give up. When the last time you done that? But you'll do it as soon as somebody white, you have damn near jumped to the to attention. How high, master? I'll do it. The first wave, people. These things here are the part of the first wave movement against us. And white folks have been using the first wave since reconstruction, since slavery. This is the first wave of the attack. We haven't went anywhere yet, but this is just the first wave. It's still ongoing. All this stuff here, we haven't won the war. We've had little skirmishes and we took little things and said, okay, we'll take a negative piece over a long lasting piece. And that's most of us, we will ever take a negative piece than a long lasting piece, a piece that we deserve. Not because somebody de decided to give it to us, we deserve that peace. We will ever take the negative peace over that. So this brother had his press conference calling for a boycott. Telling you that's going to last for, what, a couple months, a week or two, huh, whatever. Black folks will be right back up in there again buying shit. Because we don't fucking stay on code. And we don't, we don't stay focused.
We don't stay focused. And I mean, I have, I mean I'm, I'm going to tell you about another story about this brother who worked at FedEx. This is some good news here for all you brothers out here because we need to know this. This brother who worked for FedEx knocked the shit out this damn white dude. This white dude was calling him a nigga and throwing food at this brother while he was doing his job. Then the food tried to run up on him, throw up one of those little cracker punches, and he fell, missed it, and the black dude knocked his ass out. Knocked his ass out. Dude went down on the ground. God did the rest. Dude dead. Gone. And rightfully so for that piece of trash. And like I said, let this be a warning to all you crackers out here who be thinking y'all doing all that jiu-jitsu shit and all that whatever. That stuff is not going to help you. Because you waiting for a big black boogeyman, somebody to come and get you. You killing yourselves. And you doing a damn good job of please keep it up. Please do it. Please keep killing. But that's going to end pretty soon. Because you're going to turn your blood thirst to people who's closest to you other than your white people. And it's going to be those coons, the very traitors among the black folks who will sit there and put on shows and their, their tap dancing shoes and all that, everything to try to show white mommy and daddy they want to be a part of them, want to entertain them and be their little pets. You're going to turn your attention towards them. Because as I said on this platform, if we were to be given full reign of this all black people, 95% of us would die. The same number apply once this start happened. Even though the numbers of white people, they say are smaller than blacks, whatever, it doesn't matter because half of us ain't going to fight back anyway. You're going to sit there and take it. Have you, you know, I was some I was on Black Junction yesterday and I was, you know, get these video people that say look and like and stuff or whatever. And I clicked on this dude's video about some chick, uh, about her mother had her on um, ghetto gaggers, holding her hair, her mother. And, and when he was saying it, at first I said, no, nah, because, I, you know, sometimes, you know, come on now, you know, your mom ain't going to be there in no point. Who would have their mom there? And I was like, it, it got to be made up. No, it wasn't. I wouldn't have looked on it. Sure enough, her mom was right there holding her hair as these crackers bust nut in her face. And I'm like, what the? I had to look at it and say, nah, no, 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 no. This can't be your mom. Yes, it was. And I looked at this stuff and I said, you know, this is the detriment of black people right here. The foolery. The buffoonery stupidity that we go through. You allow your daughter to be in this nonsense. You allow this nonsense to come at your door People, black folk, it's like we just keep allowing dumb shit to travel with us. And we don't say enough is enough. We don't. Because I couldn't, if I was that mother, there was no way in hell I could sit there and do that. First of all, I wouldn't slap my daughters in the damn mouth for saying that stupid crap. But for actually being there, uh-uh. <clears throat> that, it, it ain't right. It ain't right. But this is what white supremacy has put on black people remember that letter i read to you in the truth about white supremacy and the making of a slave and i told you that how the white people program the woman to be an independent person their mind is a psychological damage and they use them as attack dogs 
but they also train their daughters to think that way to be used in a certain as a tool at their begging call that right there you see that clip that's exactly what that is that's exactly what i what it is and i have you know countless examples you've seen this stuff all the time it's like you want to just rip your shirt off and say damn it god why are these people so hard-headed but they're hard-headed because they want to be they want to be and i got this other story from the independent about this jamaican woman who has been ordered to leave the uk her name is shamika stewart and she was in been in the uk for ever since she was 12 years old her family uh, and migrated there early on after World War II, her grandfather and all the rest of them. So it's like they've been there, right? But since she is not a citizen of the UK, now she traveled back and forth because remember, Jamaica used to be part of the Commonwealth and still is part of the Commonwealth, but it used to be a British territory, but that changed. So this young woman was going back and forth because her parent, well, her father was in, in the UK, her mom was in Jamaica. She went to stay with her father, stayed there. Now she's 29. She Last year she just lost her mom. She tried to go back to see her mom and spend the last some few days with her mother, but that was not allowed because of her immigration status in limbo. She just lost that case, and now they're saying, okay, you got to get up out of here. See, people, black folks, we getting it all, getting hurt all over the world. We getting butt hurt everywhere. But it's, it's somebody's behind is raw. But when are you gonna stop doing this? As an old teacher used to tell me a long time ago, get the knowledge, get whatever you can out of this system and bring it back to your place where you stay, where you're comfortable, and build it up. We don't teach our kids that anymore. And besides, whatever we get now, it ain't really building nothing because we so happy trying to do something else. But we are not builders anymore. We can brag about our people, our ancestors built this nation, which they did. They built it. Slaves built this country from one end to the next. Slave labor did. But what are we doing by honoring? We allowing these fools to continue to do the same thing, run us in the dirt. They going right back to the same things of what they did early on not serving you right not doing right by you and we so happy to want to move around among them we send our kids to them and they don't teach your kids anything nothing about themselves you turn the television you see nothing about yourself or myself in a positive light other than some bull crap somebody throwing water i slept around got this baby daddy from this person here this baby mama here so-and-so, this, that, and the third. Oh, by the way, I'm a down-low brother. Plus, I like a tranny. You know what it is because it's garbage because that's exactly what they make us to be. We play along into it. A lot of these, like, uh, I remember when I was uh, young, some dude, some white dude said, did something to his brother once. And he told me, he said, you watch too much television because everything you see on TV ain't true. Nowadays, I beg to differ. Because television and reality has, has morphed itself into almost to one. And a lot of us today do not have the damn common sense to look and dissect television or any entertainment from that matter to get information that we need to make 
critical decisions about our family, ourselves, so forth, or even just, you know, you know, whatever, a friend, you know, you see somebody in trouble, like, man, I don't think you should do that. Cause I, you know, I, I sit there down and did some research on this. I don't think you need to go that route. We don't do those things anymore, people. And so this is part of the first wave. It's still, we're still in the first wave cycle. We're still dealing with this nonsense. We, we you know, people keep saying, well, one day this is going to break. And it will. It will. Well, you're going to stand at the fight. Because once the first wave is broken, then the second wave is going to come. And that's going to be where the war is really going to break out. And some of us going to have to really take up arms. The first wave is just a test. It's a, it's a probing. Is to see how far, how much that they can push us to the brink. And a lot of us have just sat here and said, you know what? Uh, it ain't worth it. I'm not going out there. Hell, I'm going to tell you like this here. I don't want to go either. But I have to go. I have to go. I wouldn't be a man. I wouldn't be man material to sit up here and say, speak all this stuff to you. And not willing to say, you know what? I'm going to pick up. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to fight the good fight. Because I fight the good fight wherever right now. I fight the good fight by coming to you. I fight the good fight when I go out with my with my family. I fight the good fight because I'm not taking that crap anymore. I make precautions. Like I said, I, I move where it works in my favor, not just move. And that's where a lot of us, if we just in a move and say, I move, I go what I please until you get your head knocked off. And the next thing you know, well, we got to have a boycott. No, no, no. You wasn't meant to be there. You should never went there. So, again, people, I brought these stories here. You know, I want to just read this, what the, the uh, Miss Stewart said about the UK. She said, they robbed me of my life. Man, that's, that's sad that this chick going through this. But she's not the only one. She's not the only one. Just like this brother here, he's not the only one. Like the dude, the FedEx dude, go brother. He ain't the only one that knocked the shit out of somebody. And I hope, I pray to see more of brothers standing up, knocking the shit out of these piece of shit men. These non-black men coming up that think they're going to come and do some shit. Put their ass on their ass. Put the ass, put them, put them on their ass. That's right. Knock them down. Let them know that that world star hip hop shit is not here. You're not going to come and do all that yelling and pumping your chest and all this stuff. And by the time you try to go get your gun, if you that close, you ain't going to you gonna need an ambulance. You're not going to need a gun. You're going to need an ambulance to get you out of here because some of these people are emboldened. It's like this one dude here choked this white dude at the diner talking mad shit. Dude jumped him. He jacked, picked his ass up, slammed him, body slammed him on that table and choked his ass, choked his ass till he turned red. And let him know I've told him, you ain't fucking with no boy. And it's time, black men, we don't need to be at waiting. Up. Hey, stand. Stop letting these fools put their hands on you because they're going to keep on. They're going to put their hands on other folks. Like I said, again, they're looking for self-targets. They know softy. Like I said, I'm not calling this brother who was at the yoga shop softy. I'm just saying, just like this here, perception is everything. The, person, the, the family that he was with, he was with a white woman with a white child. See, they already think right now that, hey, bro, you don't need to be in here. You can move along. See, they talk to you any type of way now because they already think that you're one of those subdued brothers. See, 
Perception is everything. Optics, people. Start thinking. God gave you a brain. Use it. He didn't, he didn't use it just for a hat rack. He used it for you to think. So I just wanted to bring these stories to you people. I'm going to leave the links in the, in the description box and everything. But, I mean, this, the choice is y'all, people. I mean, that's all I got to say. The choice is yours. You can take it or leave it. But rest assured that white supremacy never sleeps. Oh, I have another story um, also out of CNN International. They was talking about white supremacists on the rise and how it goes into a timeline. I think I'm going to put that in the link too. Y'all need to look at that. See, the thing about they preparing. They preparing for a race war. They want They moving forward. This, this is the first wave, people. It's been going on for years, really for 400 some odd years, this first wave that we've been into. Now we're heading into the second wave that's going to get ready to come. The second wave is when they're going to start turning on the coons and coonettes and, and folks that, that's blacker than the damn street that's right there. I love me some Donald Trump. I love being a conservative. They're going to start hitting them coons first because they're right there. You're going to be the closest ones. And just like a, a uh, like an atomic bomb, when it just turned into that mushroom cloud and just just incinerate, just destroy everything, that's exactly how they're gonna, they're gonna kill all the coons first. So all the smart black people who's listening, who knows, whoever you listen to, they probably said the same thing or told you this. Prepare yourself and get away from the blast area. Get as far as away you can, because it's gonna come. See, this first wave is finna get ready to end. It's already end. It's going into its final process. But the second wave is finna get ready to come. And it's gonna be more deadlier, more intense, more violent than anything. And I'm not making this up. It's real, they already showing you that. You don't believe me? Again, people, do your research. Go look for yourself. You don't have to take me at my word. If you find out something new, please in the description box, my email, send, send me some information for I can say it on this show because it's coming. So that's why I had entitled this show The First Wave, but it's coming to an end. That's the show for today, people. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for joining me in the war room. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the war machine that has been real talk. Thank you for all my supporters and all the new listeners that's coming in, folks. Again, you know, hey, tell your folks to come and listen to the show. Come on in, because it's real talk here. We're talking real stuff here. You know, we had to get down, have some silliness every now and then, but this is real talk. And again, thank you for coming by. Thank you for all the people who went on all the platforms, because like I said, there's a lot of platforms. I'm not going to list them all. They're in the description box. But thank you for going to check out everything. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Until next time, again, y'all be safe out there. Enjoy, but also think This was The War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.